Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know. I know. Beautiful voice. Am I right? Um, what is going on, peeps? Hey, it's Scott and Sings Podcast. You clicked it. Oh, g- there goes my microphone. You know, I'm just going to be real with you. I don't like this microphone, and I also don't think I like the quality of audio this microphone spits out to you, so guess what? I'm going to be uh, probably going back to my other one. It's a never-ending microphone saga here at Gut Instincts Podcast, and you know what? Maybe one day, maybe one day I will be content with said microphone um, I don't know, but most things, I'll be honest, I don't know if it's the same with you, but most things for me, um, I am just not content with, um, is it unfortunate? I don't really know. It really just depends on what stance you want to take and how you want to see things. For me, it's more of a progression thing. It's more of a growth thing, uh, you know, not being content with something, not because you don't, well, I guess sometimes you don't like it. Hold on. Let me remove this spider web, uh, which is kind of sad and and shows you how long it's been since (laughs) we've been on the podcast. Listen, I've been doing stuff on the down low, uh, on the back burner, just trying to get, uh, my head in the right direction as to, um, working on my next project and just creating a better experience and a great show for all of y'all um, who listen to Gut Instinct's podcast. The thing is, is do we have a specific topic on this show? No. Do we have a specific agenda on this show? I don't know, to question everything maybe. That is the tagline, uh, if that's what you'd call that tagline, right? Gut Instincts Podcast, question everything. The whole point of this show um, is to just yap about what is going on in my gut. And not physically, because if we talked about what was going on in my gut, it would be probably a never-ending alternative saga upon which honestly even I don't want to hear anymore right because of the ups and the downs and the days that you're in pain and the days that you're not anybody with a a gut issue or um, an autoimmune disease or or physical ailments that just plague you over and over Um, like one of my issues is my knee the strangest thing I mean it was like it was damaged for years from being injured uh, from Crohn's but I think autoimmune diseases will usually attack other other mechanisms of the body so it could be nerves it could be you know I get uh, I get chest pains uh, which are like um, the swelling in the in the uh, around in the surroundings of it so if, if if that can get inflamed or if it swells or something goes on it, it, it may sort of hurt uh, when you inhale uh, sort of like a pressure like something's pushing on it 
But you know, that that's normal. And that's normal in the life of people with autoimmune diseases just to have specific things. The key is to hone in on what your body's doing and um, you know, in my case, I, I would I would focus on what's going on and try to see if there's sort of a way I can help relieve the issues and some of the problems that arise when one focuses on certain ailments is that ailment may actually become more intense. Yes, that's right, people. <laughs> because whatever you focus on is what gets more power in this spiritual realm that we're living in. And it's sort of a double-edged sword in the sense that you want to focus on things that are sort of, you know, a beacon is, is, is created in your mind, body, and soul. You want to focus on them to alter them or control them. Um, the uh, Obviously, the double-edged sword about that, uh, about that situation is when you do that, sometimes you give said issue more energy and it can get worse or intensify or, you know, it's like you're having an anxiety attack and uh, which just happened to me the other day. And if you think about it, uh, it will intensify. So in my case, it was like something happened and within like a minute, not even my uh, my heart just flipped, and uh, it 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 became it just started to race, right? So you know, you know, after you run X amount of minutes or you exude a certain amount of power, your your blood pressure will rise. Why? Because your body um, your body needs the extra blood to pump through the rest of your 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 body. Um, that's the trigger, right? Uh, it could be an array of things, but the basic mechanism of it is your, your heart is increasing so it can get blood faster to the rest of your body. Um, and of course, other, other things are released as well. You know, that can happen and then endorphins can be released. Uh, serotonin can be released, things like that. Uh, people call it the run, you know, the runner's high when your body's like pounding and, and your body's releasing all these uh, feel good serotonin and all these crazy chemicals. The uh, the alternative side of that again is, you know, if you're intensifying that that negativity or that negative thought, and things can start to go downhill. And that, my friends, is the reason why we don't talk about my gut. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know there are other reasons too because who in their right mind just wants to talk about themselves over and over and over it is very boring my friends and it seems a bit condescending I think that is the word that I'm looking for so right now what I'm doing is um, I'm not enjoying the outside weather which I should be but that's okay because I'm enjoying this small blip in time with y'all and just reconnecting. And I just want to let you know I am working on another episode um, that will be released before this episode. So um, I guess you maybe have you maybe you've listened 
to the episode already because you're on this episode or maybe you just jumped to this one and and didn't catch the previous one which goes into the vagus nerve uh which actually kind of correlates with what i was just talking about which is i really love when that happens right to grab to get that natural segue into uh something that i don't want to say and in this case the episode that i'm working on as i'm doing not as at the same time obviously but Listen, you gotta be a multitasker when you're doing this stuff. That's what people don't see on the other end of, of these videos and podcasts and things of that nature. And guess what? I don't have editors and audio video editors and somebody who does this. And guess what? It's all me. So, um, yeah, the vagus nerve and uh, the connections between autoimmune disease. Now, we've dipped into autoimmune disease and my theories upon it. And, uh, you know, there's a couple theories that I have personally that make sense to me. Things like um, John's disease, um, but that's more towards Crohn's disease, um, possibly being in the same bacteria um, species that's affecting the cattle, is, is transforming or changing and affecting our gut, uh, which in turn wakes up the immune system and totally alters the dna inside our gut which just the result is your body just always waking up think of your immune system as being woken up uh your immune system is always alive and it's always active but when you get sick right what happens your i'm lighting sage and it kind of just fell but that's okay nothing nothing's burning uh when your immune system right wakes up your what happens uh, if you're really sick, your temperature rises, and that's your body burning off, right, the bacteria and uh, viruses that are are plaguing your body, right? Because that's, that's really basically what, I mean, there's obviously a lot of antibody uh, mechanisms, and there's all sorts of um, behind the scenes, if you will, that's going down, but the reason, the, the the rising of your temperature is it only needs a couple of those degrees to kill off a lot of the bacteria that would live in um in our normal normal state so uh you know so i'm burning this this sage right here which which cleans what does it do the smoke the smoke not only cleanses the uh air spiritually um, it also cleanses it physically. The smoke actually has um, antimicrobial properties, right? And it cleanses um, the air. Uh, whether or not you believe it, it is very true. So if you want to give it a shot, get some sage, light it up, go throughout your, your, your home, spread it around, uh, smell it, let it get in your in your nostrils, and then wait a little while and um just see what happens uh do it when people aren't even home if you do it long enough where the smell goes away you'd be surprised at how different people will start acting even just uh reacting differently because um because it's a natural cleanser 
Right. So, so yeah, that, that, we got onto that ramp because I, again, I was just, I was blabbering about my theories of, uh, autoimmune disease and, um, one of my theories, we get a little bit into it on this one, is the vagus nerve, which is the largest nerve, right, that goes from, from your head to your tailbone. Uh, won't get into it because you can go listen to that kick-ass episode um, on your own. But, um, yeah, it's fun. And you know it's not fun? Autoimmune disease. <laughs> it's not fun to have a disease or an ailment that... Um, frankly how you can't turn off your immune system right and there's uh of course the the idea and the concept that skin and cells and organs actually replenish themselves um every you know months years that sort of thing they say you have a new liver in x amount of years a new uh you know, a, a new kidney in X amount of years. Now, while this is has some legitimate resources that back up this 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 idea that we are constantly regenerating, and I mean, think about ailments that you no longer have anymore. Uh, it's 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 pretty obvious that that's what's going on. However, the immune system isn't really a physical organ. The immune system isn't even, right, where is it located, right? They say mostly in the gut. Um, although your immune system is everywhere, the majority is in the gut. So, get, you know, it, the question is, is when you, when you replenish these cells, when you replenish these new organs, um... Are you also replenishing your immune cells? Or is there a systemic issue with the coding, with the RNA coding, right? Because it's the RNA does it. It just, it's a coding, it's an operate, operate, coding operator. Uh, is there something in the RNA that is, uh, that is, I guess, altered? right which which again we've tapped into these we've tapped into these sorts of ideas a few times in the show where maybe we should look at things like gmo right which is a genetically modified organism uh maybe we should look at things that are being sprayed on the food right because we're consuming it and if these alternative RNA structures are lingering in our food, you know, you may test one food item and you say, okay, that has, that meets the federal, you know, PPM certification uh, where it's non-lethal dose. Well, if you just do a little more research and look into um, something called bioaccumulation, bioaccumulation has been I don't know if it was first found in fish, but I learned about it in in the seafood industry. And and, and what what that means is it starts from the plankton, it goes up to the small what you call feeder fish, which are small fish, right? Um, and then it goes up to the small to medium sized fish, and then it up to the large, right? So your 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 uh, redfish and 
um, your bass, which I, some bass can get pretty big. Uh, but then you go to your tuna, right? Which is, you know, we're talking hundreds of pounds here. Uh, we're talking a mammoth fish, big, big fish. Um, now, what isn't focused on is like that bioaccumulative percentage of these toxins that are being passed on, uh, again, from one food to your drink, to your salad, to your, uh, to your meats, to your veg, right? To your soy. Is that GMO soy that has that RNA tweaked into it? Is that RNA going to bioaccumulate into your cells? And then what's going to happen when you're when your body is looking for for these new co you know for this this nutrients the sage got me right in the nose feels good though right what ha no nobody's th these aren't tested and they're not tested on purpose it's it's not a conspiracy uh it is truth it is um scientific evidence just like i tell people if you want to find god you follow the science as much as people love to say science will disprove god it's actually the complete opposite and you know the satanists love that opposite they thrive off that inverted um life because that's what they live they live an opposite life um and i know i went deep quick there but what you have to realize is who's paying off these studies who is the one uh who are the ones profiting off uh you know mono cropped um industries right uh who's the one profiting off taking 50 hectares of land in some foreign country uh for pennies to the dollar and you know getting that land clear cut selling off that lumber for millions of dollars uh planting in mass monocrops of coffee or chocolate uh and then and then utilizing the locals to also get labor labor for pennies to the dollar and the most expensive thing obviously is transport and uh and getting this stuff processing so processing and transport and they've been working hard on processing and transport uh for for a long time um right so that's why that's why amazon is so successful is because they took the money that they were making and they invested it into their infrastructure their uh hubs their warehouse hubs their transportation um to and fro the country and around the country of course right so there you go we we just took a left and a right and, and dove deep and then came back up for a little breath and then went back down and um that is exactly what this show is all about so you know a little bit longer of an intro uh, this time around but hey i really do love the this is like my favorite part of the show is just to reconnect with you to just kind of go on a little uh ride into the the minds the minds thoughts the thoughts of the mind <laughs> um and you know touching in 
into these little aspects that maybe we we talked about previously in the show and we'll talk about well into the future of the show um speaking of the future of the show man i just want to say thank you to all of you guys who keep listening and you know keep letting me know what what subjects maybe you want to talk about or maybe subjects you want me to look into something that you thought was really cool uh you know it's like it's not that i run out of ideas but this podcast is is more about quality than quantity so i am in no rush to put out hundreds and hundreds of episodes uh what i am focused on doing is focusing on the content and character of this podcast because that's what matters most and speaking of conspiracies we're getting into one of the biggest conspiracies ever and that's the titanic so again thank you for listening light up that j light up that bong or just sit back and enjoy the show this is gutting Sings podcast blowing o's blowing o's on that note <coughs> can't speak <clears throat> when there's smoke just not good don't do it all right y'all don't do it so i was over here i'm doing bills i'm doing taxes which are theft can you believe that i have to in the state of rhode island you have to pay which actually most states are like this can you believe that you have to pay for a tax for a car that you already own that you already paid taxes on after you owned it uh every year or six months honestly i can't i feel like this comes in multiple times a year but i think it's supposed to be yearly i don't know anymore but they're stealing our money you guys stealing tax money and (laughs) again i swear i don't do this on purpose uh i just wanted to rant because taxation is theft now listen i get it you know, I'm not saying abolish all taxes, although it's 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 very uh, not intriguing, but it, it's a it's a very good idea to look into. Um, but I get the concept of taxes, uh, although eighty percent of taxes are theft, right? Taxation is theft. Period. That's that's just period. Um, and speaking of taxation, we, we, it's a perfect segue into this, uh, this show, which I need to get my glasses for. I'll be honest. I'll be right back. I got me glasses and, uh, I'm going to light another one up and we're going to go we're going to dip our toes into the Titanic. Um, we're going to dip our toes into it because, I mean, this goes 
in every direction that I honestly, it, my brain kind of hurts. I've been preparing for this show for a little while. I've been researching it, and and it, it's to that point where, like, when you, as much as you research, there, there comes a time where you just, it doesn't matter how much you look up. You just got to go for it, right? It doesn't matter how much you study for X, Y exam. You just got to do it, right? You either know it or you don't. And the history of the Titanic is very, very interesting. And um, I'll go ahead and put this link down below. It's from metatech.org. Uh, so shout out to metatech.org, which has all sorts of really cool uh, uh, tabs here that I haven't really gone into. Uh, Nordic aliens and earth changes and fallen angels and spiritual warfare and mind control and metaphysical abilities reality shifts mars so this is this is a pretty cool website um the titanic was sunk deliberately to create the federal reserve did you know the titanic was an inside job benjamin guggenheim isidore strusselhead of macy's department stores and john astor which isn't those aren't common household names but you know you know about macy's right you know how big that company is so the heads of the those stores and john astor the wealthiest man in the world at the time were all killed when it sank those three men uh were the main opposition to the creation of the u.s fed by April 1912. All opposition to the Federal Reserve was eliminated December 1913. The Federal Reserve came into being in the USA controlled by none other than our friends, the Illuminati bankers. Yes, that is right. Uh, so we know the Illuminati is real. Uh, what does it stand for? Enlightened ones, right? The ones who, who, the ones who are enlightened, right? To the spiritual realm, to the the reality of uh, dark and light, the reality of God and uh, and um, and Satan, and basically the the ones who have this knowledge, which goes up to the Vatican. Right, all all roads lead to the Vatican. I've said that plenty of times. All roads lead to the Vatican, and when you get there, you need to open your mind to the books of Alexandria. If you know about the burning of the books in Alexandria, then you need to break out your timeline markers, and you need to see what led up to the events of Alexandria the Great. Uh, the city, the the um, the library, right? What 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 led up to it? What it offered, uh, and who and what standed to lose a lot by by these by these situations. Um, and then you'll find out that these books were not burned; they were stolen. They were taken to the Vatican, where it now resides, probably in the basement. Or, I don't know, they might have moved it by now. But, it, I don't know. We should just check the basement at this point. I, 
you know, the Vatican is on, is on, uh, is considered it the pri private I, or I don't know what it's 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 not part of the U.S. It's not part of like the nations. It's it's a separate entity, just like uh, D.C. Just like there's a couple other ones, but I digress. So those three out of like a lot of other very wealthy beings who who chartered this uh, supposed luxury trip um, this was all set up right so um, 1500 to 1800 dead uh, JJ Astor lost in lost on Titanic so that's just a little article I'm looking at so remember when the Hollywood blockbuster movie uh, film Titanic with the actor Leo DiCaprio well it's not real uh, it's just part of the story so everyone knows that movie everyone's seen that movie so you get what we all kind of were told um, what you'll read below is the true story as to what really happened to the famous ship called Titanic the information below you'll read is not a conspiracy theory but rather well recorded in the books of world history so remember a conspiracy theory a conspiracy is a plan made by more than two people right two or more people that's to conspire to conspire we can conspire to go get brunch and um, you know uh, sip on mimosas right we can conspire to do that on like you know tomorrow morning if you want just hit me up i'm down for that but like that's us conspiring uh a conspiracy theory right a theory is an educated guess so an educated guess about a plot between two people or more is a conspiracy so you know a conspiracy isn't wrong right it it's it's literally uh, an idea uh, about a possible plan that two or more people made. That's it. That's all. Now that I got that out of the way, facts. And uh, this is, again, I'll put this link below. And if I don't put these links, make sure you guys let me know. I try to do my best. Sometimes I forget the links. Sometimes my damn computer crashed. That's what happened with this. The computer crashed and I lost... I honestly think this was the one I was looking at because I liked it so much, but some of you know as well as I do, sometimes you just can't find the right, the same websites. Uh, you gotta dig deep, you gotta use DuckDuckGo, and you gotta use the right terms. So, it's tough. Anywho, we'll go into the facts, right? By the way, I already started this, so I'm almost done with this, Jay, but we don't need much because this is very potent medicine. Facts. In 1898, so the late 1800s, just get that in your mind first. We're in 2020. Sometimes you have to expand your timeline in mind to kind of absorb some of these stories. Um, it's not easy, right? And I'm saying that because I, I do the same thing. In 1898, so the late 1800s, uh, a man named Morgan Robertson, Robertson penned a book titled Wreck of the Titan. Right? 
Wreck of the Titan. This is a this is a book. Yes, I already ordered it, uh, and I'll, I'm going to read it, and we'll see what I get out of it. But So this is the late 1800s, uh, 1898 specifically. About a, Now, the Wreck of the Titan was about a luxury liner deemed unsinkable that was going too fast in the North Atlantic in April and hit an iceberg, killing mostly everyone on board due to lack of lifeboats. Now... Where have you even heard that story before? That crazy story. Where have you... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now think about this. This was 1898. Right? So... When did it sink? Not 1913, if I'm, if I'm correct. Uh, let's move on. 14 years later... So yeah, so 14 years later, this fictional book uh, would play out in real life exactly down to the name with the wreck of the Titanic. But this time, I would have it would have major political implications. Some of the wealthiest men in the world were on that ship, and some were opposed to the Federal Reserve and central banks. Now, mind you, they were they were just thinking about forming this Federal Reserve bank and they were now you know our, our money was was back behind buying gold uh and and this was a way to control the country's currency and this is not a new idea you have to realize this this goes back um you know you have to re you have to think that it's already been this has already been established in another country for so long so think about that going into another country and having to figure out how to topple apart their their currency system and implementing yours right that's what you have to think about uh fact jp morgan funded and built the titanic jp morgan funded and built the titanic jp morgan was booked on the voyage but canceled at the last second so he not only did J.P. Morgan fund this ship, which had a sister ship, by the way, uh, and he was also booked to voyage but canceled that last second. Friend of J.P. Morgan, Milton Hersey, also canceled at the last moment and survived to build the Hersey Food Empire, which I tried to look that up, but I could not find what the Hersey, Hersey Food Empire was. Um, so if you know much about that, just let me know. There were no red flares on board to signal to any boats for rescue. Only white flares that signal a party and that everyone is okay. Why in the world were there no red flares on this largest boat? Okay. It was the first ship of its kind with the ability to seal decks electromagnetically, which could also seal people below the deck so isn't that interesting in the early 1900s they they first started implementing s electromagnetically sealed decks you know and, and you and, and you think how how much technology do they really have right the captain edward smith was one of the most decorated captains of his time and it would have been totally out of character for him to avoid precautions now that goes 
even more deeper than you could ever imagine. Uh, so what we'll what we'll have to do um, we'll go to that later. We'll go to that in a second, right? Three more facts. The author of the book was poisoned to death a couple years after the Titanic sank. So a couple years after this happened, the author of the original book was poisoned. Now, if you think about this in a way where you have to admit what you're going to do and people need to willingly go with it, um, you have to realize if, if, if you're commissioned for, you know, if, for example, this, this guy was commissioned for this book, right? Not saying he was told the words, maybe he did it, maybe he was part of the group who know, knew what was going on. Now, ritualistically, putting all of this manifested it, right, from hand to paper, and then from paper to physical reality is the next manifestation, right, is the next process. Um, this is why predictive programming right this is why things are put into um not only books as we see here but into films right and and it manifests manifests itself into reality because it's already planted that seed a visual the visual aspect right of manifesting it could they have done a different sacrifice somewhere else to get it done? Maybe that you don't know of. This is also this also happens alternatively to things like, um, you know, things like the uh, the the um, the um, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, see, it shows you how much I I watch those bastards uh, football. The um, the Super Bowl there. Yeah, the super big fat fat Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is a ritual, uh, but it, it it's not exactly the ritual that people are seeing because there's something else going on somewhere else that is harnessing the energy of the football game, if that made any sense. So after the author of the book, uh, died. The Federal Reserve was formed the very next year. So isn't that interesting that the author of the book was poisoned and the very next year the Federal Reserve was formed um, and at the Astor family was one of the richest families in the world um, at the time and John Astor III opposed the Federal Reserve because he most likely knew exactly what was going on. Uh, John Jacob Astor IV, the richest man in the world at the time, a friend of Nikola Tesla, and an outspoken opponent of the creation of the Federal Reserve. Astor gained his wealth in part as real estate builder, investor, and inventor. Other prominent Federal Reserve detractors, such as Benjamin Guggenheim and Isis Strauss, uh, also died on board. 
Uh, is that Isis Strauss from Levi Strauss? Let me see. I'm gonna look that up. As a sideline, and you're gonna have to deal with it. No. Well, he was the founder of Macy's. Interesting. So maybe no connection to Levi Strauss. Anyways, we're going to go back back into uh, the Titanic Federal Reserve. The sinking of the Titanic has always been an event surrounded by a great deal of mystery. Uh, the cause of the demise of the unsinkable vessel, vessel, vessel has been questioned and analyzed for nearly 100 years. Many have concluded that the Titanic tra tragedy was caused by sinister events and that the sinking of the famous vessel was well-planned, well-executed, and well-orchestrated. The privatization of the U.S. Federal Reserve was unsheared into unshredded? Unsured? Ushered. <laughs> the privatization of the U.S. Reserve was ushered into being by a group of Illuminati bankers with the plan. I don't know. I laugh at the name because it just sounds so stupid. I hope they hear this and they know that I think the name is stupid. With the plan to create a new world order operating outside of the constraints of the U.S. government, the privatized Federal Reserve controls the U.S. government and central banking system. Uh, unknown to most people, the Federal Reserve is no more federal than the Federal Express is a private, oh, then the Federal Express is a private institution. That's why I can't read this uh, without already knowing what I'm reading. Through the Federal Reserve, the banksters could loan money, shape and world, shape the world landscape and become one of the most powerful organizations in the world. How is it all connected? In 1910, seven men met on Jekyll Island just off of the coast of Georgia to plan the Federal Reserve bank. Nelson Aldrich and Frank Vanderclip represented the Rockefeller uh, finance empire. Henry Davidson, Charles Norton, and Benjamin Strong represented J.P. Morgan. Paul Wahlberg represented the Rothschilds. Banking destiny. Uh, d dynasty. Yeah. So the Rothschilds were the banking agents for the Jesuits and held the key to the wealth of the Roman Catholic Church. So see, you got to keep going back. Keep going back. The Rothschilds were the banking agents for the Jesuits, which go back to the Roman Catholic Church, which is what? The Vatican. Yes, my friends, the Vatican. Murdering the opposition. Um, so the opposition, three of the richest and most important uh, opponents were, like we said, Benjamin Guggenheim, Isidore Strauss, and head of me, uh, which we already said, the head of Macy's department store, and Jacob Astor. Um, so their wealth at the time, using billion dollars uh, of their day, was more than $500 million. Uh, today, that amount, so it would be $11 billion today. So that's a, that's a very big number. 
The three men were coaxed and encouraged to board the floating palace. They had to destroy. Uh, they had to be destroyed because the Jesuits knew these men uh, would use their wealth and influence to oppose the Federal Reserve, as uh, well as various wars that were being planned. So, the not-so-coincidences, because coincidences do not exist. J.P. Morgan, then, we know, right, who, who commissioned this Titanic, uh, canceled his trip right before. Um, we know the people that were on it were opposed to the Federal Reserve, including many other wealthy people and, and people who are of influence, right? Uh, that's why, remember, they still take out people today who have... If you have lots of influence, you are more likely to be taken care of, if you will. Um, so World War One was ignited less than a year later. Um, so the, the 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 theory is the Federal Reserves uh, and the Jesuits were responsible for funding the U.S., Germany, and Russia wars so they fund these wars because they make money off the wars and remember it, it you have to change the way things are so you can implement a new way new strategy um so a couple other very interesting things the surviving uh, cruise members of the Titanic were held for 24 hours after returning to England in a small railway she uh, shed and were sworn to secrecy. Why? It's very strange. Uh, why would a third of the boil boilermen quit their jobs before the maiden voyage during the middle of a coal strike and during a time when people needed jobs? A third of the boilermen quit their jobs before they left. So isn't that interesting? Um, possibly... 33% uh, of the people were in on it. Maybe 33% is a very important number. Maybe 33 is an important number to the Illuminati. So never forget that, that number, that code, uh, which is Gematria. And of course, two sister ships were built at the same time, the Olympic and the Titanic. So they were both uh, ships so there's also the idea that they're switching of the ships where the where the ships switched uh evidence says they were the olympic had a backtrack record in her younger years running uh, aground and colliding um after the collision was brought back into dry dock for repairs this brought both the titanic and the olympic together for the first time some people believe that uh at that time it was switched uh the olympic was badly damaged it would have cost way more to repair it than um uh you know if, and it would delay yeah and it would delay um the launch of the titanic so there's a theory that it was switched with the reliable ship which the reliable ship would have been the olympic um now that that theory could also be backed up with maybe the switching of the ships were on purpose, not because of money and time, because they had everything perfectly planned out 
in that ship, right? Because if you have a ship that you're repairing and is, doesn't have all the publicity that the Titanic would have had at that time, you can get get you know get it situated. Um, basically, now that we've got a bit of a background into the facts and the events, I'm not gonna go much more deeper right now i'm going to we'll come back another time we'll go a little bit further into it but you get the basics right of 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 the events that went down and the people that are connected to it um the key to figuring out what this all has to do with why the world is quote unquote uh you know they there's been a jesuit there's a there's been a satanic cult that's been implemented in all aspects of uh rich and famous and powerful how that could have happened remember if these if these people uh and i'm saying jesuits is the key because when you go looking into the jesuits you will figure out the connections of um, Satanism. And that's, and it's all wrapped into um, taking over uh, Catholicism and basically creating this illusion um, of God worship, although it is not. And this goes back to, let's see, the. This goes back to the 1400s. So, 1491, the Jesuit Order of the Society of... So, the, the Society of Jesus, also called Jesuits today, was founded by a man named Ignatius of Loyola. <laughs> Imagine if we still had our names and, like, where we are from. So, like, it was your first name and, like, your town or something. You know, like, uh, I don't know. That would be funny. I'm not going to, yeah. <laughs> Born in 19, 1491, he maintained a military career as a Spanish knight until he was severely wounded. Blah, blah, blah. We don't care. Um. So, yeah, the key is if you want to go looking more into it, uh, you know, the, the Jesuits, their influence of modern Christianity and um, how that all lumps in with the um, the banking cartel okay um, now why is the central bank this empire bought by the way the whole the, the connection to the Jesuits is Edward Smith uh, he was he was the captain right of of the ship so he was he was following orders for sure um he was following his orders to do what he needed to do to take out um the people that needed to be taken out so we'll go we'll go a little bit into that um 
on another episode, but what I'm going to end you with is the concept of the Federal Reserve and how it's a corrupt institution um, and why. And it's actually really quite simple. Um, it, in three words, I can I can explain it and sum it up. It's, it's fra uh, fractional reserve lending. So that's it. Fractional reserve lending. All right. Uh, mic drop. I'm out. See ya. Just kidding. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what it is, but your best bet is to just go into the rabbit hole that is fractional reserve lending. You're, you're going to understand it relatively quick and then go, oh, oh, oh. So basically every dollar that's lent out, every dollar is attached to debt. Every dollar is attached to debt. So even the money that you and I earned, that $100 that you earned actually has debt attached to it. And you ask yourself, well, what does that even mean? If I have the $100, I have the $100. I don't owe anybody $100. I don't owe anybody 50, right? Because you're, when you think about that, you're thinking on the smaller scale of things and you have to open your mind uh, like the bombs in Beirut. Oh, they said it was an explosion. But the bombs in Beirut, right? People think, oh, looking on the outside, oh, it's a port. They did it. You know, some people are saying they blew it up to blew up that port, blah, blah, blah. You honestly have to think underneath, underground. Submarines, uh, tunnels, things of that nature. There's, there's, some, there's other things that are going on that you can't see. Um... So that's the key. Uh, remember, these are the illuminated ones, right? They see they see m more of what we don't see. And of course, even when you see more things, there's going to be more things that you don't see. This is going to be forever until you go on to the next realm and until you, you meet God. And then, I don't know, maybe you know everything at that point and then you figure out if you go into another human body or... Or if it's like a one-stop deal where once you wake up and you get the, you know, you get right with God and you serve the light, you, you move on. You do whatever the next situation is going. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. So the 12 central banks, um, we know who they are. We've already talked about them. Rothschild, Warburg, Lehman, Lazard, um, gosh. Goldman Sachs. Anyways, fractional reserve lending means whenever money is lent out, um, the Federal Reserve attaches uh, interest to it. So you don't see that, but when the bank, right, because the bank, Bank of America, the little guys, they need to ask the Federal Reserve for money. Now, I don't know if they just are able to uh, to have a bank order, like, hey, we need a million dollars this this year, or I don't know the way that works. Um, but basically, when the Federal Reserve issues that currency, the new currency, there's a percentage that needs to be paid back. And... Uh, I don't know who's paying it. I have no idea. It makes no sense to me. Th to me, that just means the banks 
the banks are netted negative then at this at this point so for every you know millions of dollars they have they have millions of dollars in debt which makes you you right it's impossible to be in the green if you're i use this analogy a lot when i try to explain to people if you're on a private island with like three other people right and then it's me and it's you and it's three other people right so that's five five of us and we start saying oh you know what yeah i guess we the trade thing isn't working but why don't we do like you know why don't we do these little slips make these little slips out and we'll say how much it is all right so since i have the paper and you know the marker um i'm gonna do it right but uh when i lend it out to you you're gonna have to pay me a percentage back so i can get more paper and i can get more um you know i can get more markers to write it out right uh but remember there's not even that many markers there's only like two you only have two and you're on a private island so you can't get you can't get more um but i give you each a hundred dollars and with that hundred dollars you owe me 120 back but you can you can you can pay that however long you want and in, in any increments you want that sort of thing so so every month you pay me 20 back so you know you sell things and you oh well you're gonna get some money from the other person right so you get money from the other person and then you pay somebody else for their you know for their food um, and that person made some money so yeah it seems fine and dandy maybe for the first few months but guess what uh, you guys only got 300 available no matter how no matter which way you split it, I only gave you each 100, and you guys each need to give me 120 back. Um, so in that case, what are you going to have to do? Uh, well, you're going to have to ask me for more money. And, dude, that's fine. Like, I'll give you more. Then you're just going to have to give me another 20 back from the 100. And you're like, well, no, I made plenty of money throughout this month, so I, I can definitely do that. There's no problem. And guess what? You get through it. You get through it and you pay a little at a time and um and uh yeah and you keep you keep lending money you keep asking me for money i keep just drawing it out I'm, like remember i'm just making it i'm just drawing it it's all like i'm just printing it i'm giving it to you guys there's nothing back behind me that says you owe anything you own anything nothing none of that so that's fractional reserve lending at, at, at its core. And that's basically, now what you're doing, what we're doing when we, when we get a loan, which this is why it's crazy that you would even get denied for a loan, is the money already exists under your name um, because you can only take money from yourself. Think about that, right? It's your credit. It's your... It's your line of credit. It's literally, it's your name. So taking money or getting a loan, getting approved, the approval part is where, where, where the, the real evil begins because it's like if you already have, which we all do, have millions of dollars in our name because as soon as we are alive and we are a citizen, we, we're quoted at, x amount of dollars uh 
per human life, right? Because that's how they that's how they know how much someone's worth. You you already have this that exists, right? So it's just you have to what you have to show that you're you're create you you know you're quote unquote creating wealth, right? Whether you're you're working or you have your own business. Or you're like, hey, look, this is how much money I got, and they say, oh, okay. So since you, since you got that, right, you 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 were able to get that money, you're able to get more money because you were able to get that money to you. But remember, all this money is attached to debt. So no matter what happens, debt will always be higher than profit. Um, although you can be out of debt and you can have plenty of profit, yeah. But the idea that the Federal Reserve banks should even exist uh, is just to siphon off money from the population without lifting a hand. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's being able to collect money because you're issuing the money uh, without lending a hand. So these, these very, very rich families, they, sure, they have investments and this and that, and most of that is all to launder money, to be honest. Uh, real estate investments and corporate portfolios. That's all mostly to wash the money. The real money is being siphoned as, you know, the percentage that's attached to the money that or is already given out. So hopefully that made a little sense. Hopefully it made a couple dollars. Hopefully we can more make we can all make more dollars, right? And we can all be very wealthy because we all deserve to be very wealthy. And all the money is there; it's ours, and it's just a matter of tapping into it and receiving all that abundance and all that effing love. You guys, I don't think I swore once in this whole show. Uh, so that's that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> oh man, what a good show, you guys! Thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for hanging out. I love going into the conspiracy aspects of the world because, you know, oh, I just blew my the the the. the I just blew the ash all over my keyboard, man. Hold on. All right, that's better. Uh, got a new keyboard. Yep, it's awesome. It's got lights. I'll post it on Instagram if you're following. If you're not, CBD Guru uh, switched it up. C-B-D-G-U-R-U-U. -U. So there's two U's at the end of Guru cbd guru follow me on instagram say what is up message me be like what is up and then i'll know you listen to my new episode be like what is up i'll be like i don't know the sky the roof that's the kind of person i am i'm like i don't know what do you want me to say to that what do you want me to say to what is up all right what do you want me to say so i bless you and i bless this wonderful area and i thank god and our, our savior jesus and i hope you have have been doing great oh man i have this drink i have this green drink i didn't even drink it we were too busy 
getting into the Titanic. It's like just above, just below room temperature where it's nice and cool. That right there is my favorite recipe. If you want to know what that is, maybe I'll post it on my website, but you can follow me on Instagram. I'll post it on there. Last plug for Instagram, CBD Guru. Hey, the only reason why I say it is because that's usually what I'm on. So if you want to hit me up, get me on there, especially if you, you want to hear something cool and you don't feel like commenting or whatevs. I hope you're getting through this uh, tyranny that they call lockdown, even though there's no such thing as a lockdown. Nobody's locked down. They basically shut down everything. I call it the shutdown of America, the shutdown of the world. Of the world. You think it's the world, right? But it's probably not. It's probably not. I mean, there are probably hot, a lot of hot, hot spots that are tuned, tuned in to fake news, right? But... It's just, it's, uh, it, 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 it's really, it's sad. It's in it, actually, uh, it, since we're on conspiracy theories, it's a, it's a, um, initiation, initiation into the, cl into said club, uh, the obedience club. That's why you wear a mask, right? When they, you do these, they do these sick parties, <coughs> they wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. It's like the initiation process. So we're in that initiation process. That's what that mask is all about. Because you, you and I know that by mask, you can't, you can't block a, a virus through a mask. You and I know that. I'm pretty sure we've already talked about it on the show. So we're not going to go into viruses and how big they are to scale and how, what they do. And, you know, maybe we haven't got deep into <clears throat> anyways. Do whatever makes you feel good or feel better, right? Um, but don't shame people. Don't shame people into living their lives. Um, try to be positive. I know it's hard and it's weird, but, you know, to me, it doesn't feel like anything changed. The only thing that changed is weird shit on the ground, arrows on the ground that I don't even look at, uh, and people look like they were in diapers. And that's it. That's what changed. And... You know, and and now now nobody wants to have fun and or anything, right? No, like it's all right. We'll we'll, we'll get through it, right? Because we know what's really happening. We know that the global takedown has already been well implemented for years now. Um, and uh, and remember the these people who who we we just talked about, who who sanctioned the disposable disposal of certain souls that would have changed the world um and i'm talking federal reserve bank here which is where it all started my friends this is this is the the swamp right we're draining and, and i know there are a lot of people who are very skeptical about our president and i don't want to get all you know i don't want to get all political on you but uh the Q question was was asked today or yesterday. So this is, uh, I think it was August 19th. So uh, you can go look it up. The president was asked about Q. And uh, it's a pretty badass confirmation f to me. And it seems uh, that we are trucking along in the right direction. Um, 
you know, even if you're skeptical about it again, if you're skeptical about it, right, that just means all the world is going to go exactly how they planned, right? See, see, see where you're the one who's going to suffer in this if you don't believe and you don't have faith in the what's happening and the things that are unfolding. I mean, there have been mass arrests. There have been you know changes and and again a lot of the stuff we can only see we can only see what comes through our feed right which is why they try our their best to block us on facebook to block us on instagram and everything else this is why the censorship but the truth will be exposed and light will expose the darkness regardless of your i don't know your biased feelings right right regardless of how right or left you are politically and and how much you know everything and how much we all know everything the light will expose the darkness and that my friends is probably my favorite part of the story so yep um did i tell you i got a new bible and i've been diving deep into that and i also got this other book uh, about DMSO, which I know it's been a while since we talked about that. So who knows? Maybe I got an episode of that coming, right? Maybe, maybe I do my research enough ahead of time where I like read a book or something before I talk about it on the show. Maybe, maybe I do, maybe I don't. For now, I got, I'm writing out checks like it's 1950, uh, and I'm using stamps, you know, freaking post office doesn't even charge amazon enough for their to ship their packages and they wonder why they're going out of business you know what i'm saying um but that's life that's uh that's life my friends um that's it for now i hope y'all have a uh a kick-ass day and night and whenever you listen to this and thanks again for all your support and all your likes and your shares and your loves i see you that number is creeping up on youtube if you are not subscribed to youtube you should definitely try to subscribe because we got to get that to 500 i want to get 500 people in the podcast family and we'll get there we'll get there and then it'll be a thousand and then it'll be 10 and it'll be a million or maybe we'll get 100 first and then we'll go a million uh till then Drop a comment, drop a whatever, hit me up on Instagram, like I said. You know the handle. Um, you know what you got to do. Stay groovy. Keep it positive. Uh, I love you lots and lots. All right. Peace.